0: What is going on, everybody? You are listening to the J Red Show. The Buffalo Bills blow out the New York Jets 45 to 17. Josh Allen was 21 for 28, 366 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Mike White was 24 for 44, 251 yards, zero touchdowns, and four interceptions. And after an embarrassing loss to the Jaguars, this was a, the bounce-back game the Bills really needed. I know it's the New York Jets. I know the Jets are a terrible team. But still, Bills fans should be feeling much better about this team this week than they did last week when they lost 9-6 to the Jaguars. The offense showed what they can do... Went healthy. With a healthy Dawson Knox. With a healthy Spencer Brown. The Bills were able to get the offensive line where they needed to be. They moved Cody Ford out of the starting lineup. And the Bills offense showed us what they're capable of. Unfortunately, Spencer Brown might be on the COVID protocol right now. And that might mean the Bills would be forced to put Ford back on the COVID protocol. Hopefully they'll do the smart thing and put Doyle at tackle and keep Williams at guard. If this is the case. Right now, Bills fans are hoping that um, Brown is um, healthy and um, will... um Right now, Bills fans are hoping that Spencer Brown is vaccinated... And could still play on um, Sunday. Because the Bills off- offensive line has their work cut out for them when they face DeForest Buckner and the Indianapolis Colts defensive line. And the defense is gonna have some trouble because um Star lays out and they got a good they'll be going up against a good running back in Jonathan Taylor. As far as I'm concerned with the Buffalo Bills, the playoffs start now. Realistically, they could still lose three or four more games and still make the playoffs. But, if the Bills are as good as I think they are, which is a legit Super Bowl contender, a Super Bowl team... Then I think the expectation w- would be for the Bills to run the table and win out every game for the remainder of this season. Cuz they're going to need to go 14 and 3 for a good chance at the number 1 seed. And this schedule which looked tough earlier that looked um easy earlier is starting to look a little bit tougher. We'll get into the AFC in a little bit. But I want to talk about the Buffalo Bills defense. This is a legit defense. Sorry about that. Um, but as I was saying, the Buffalo Bills defense um, continues to dominate the NFL. They are number one in yards against. And I know they haven't played the best quarterbacks besides Patrick Mahomes. But the way they dominate their, um, the offenses, the way they dominate Mike White, and the, the way they dominate Davis Mills, Jacoby Percet, really shows how good this defense is. I realize it's not Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, but these quarterbacks look decent versus other teams. Davis Mills scored 25 points versus New England. He got nothing versus Buffalo. Brousset got nothing versus Buffalo. The Bills' defense dominated the Jets, and the Jets didn't score any. And they only got a field goal, and the Jets really scored only two touchdowns in garbage time. Now I'm going to go through the entire NFL, and I'm going to rank teams into four categories Contenders, Middle Ground, Pretenders, and out of it. Starting with the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are a contender. And I still think they are the contender, the top contender, to win the Super Bowl this year in the entire NFL. They have a championship caliber quarterback, and they have a championship caliber defense. Now, reasons to be hesitant that the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl this year is because of the offensive line and the running game. They got a nice win versus the Jets, which is a start, but they need to keep it up. They still have a lot of question marks, though. It Can, Mac, can Breida be a passable running back? Can the offensive line hold up? ...against stronger competition. But still, I think this is the Bills' championship to... I still think, on paper, the Bills are the best team in the NFL. And the next team is the New England Patriots. And they are, after winning five games in a row, they are a contender. Bill Belichick has the defense playing great... Matt Jones is coming around as a good quarterback. He's made a lot more progress than every other rookie than every other rookie. Um they just shut out the Falcons 25 0. A few days had to blow out the, the Browns 45 7. The Patriots are legit. Last year it looks like the um, narrative was Brady made Belichick. But Bill Belichick this year is saying not so fast. Um, New England's really scary, and and they're going to set up two huge games versus the Bills in the next coming months. Miami and the Jets are out of it. Um, I don't think they're mathematically eliminated for the playoffs, but they're realistically eliminated for the playoffs. On to the AFC North. The Baltimore Ravens are in that middle ground. I don't know what to make of this team. They have some good wins over the Chiefs, the Chargers, but they also got blown out by the Bengals. They lost to the Dolphins. They barely beat the Lions in a game that should not have the game they should not have won because the refs missed a delay of game call. They have a good quarterback in Lamar Jackson, but the rest of the team is just a mess. So, I put Baltimore in that middle ground. I can't really tell if they're a pretender or a contender. Same thing with Cincinnati. A, a few years ago, I said, um, Joe Burrow is legit. And they finally found, uh, they finally found a franchise quarterback. They crushed the Ravens 41-17. <laughs> to f- I thought they finally had it. But then they lost two in a row. Um, the Jets, um, they lost the Jets and they lost the Browns. Um, Joe Burrow has a high interception rate. So I'm put the Bengals in that middle ground, but honestly, I'm leading towards the, I think the Bengals are more of a pretender. The pit, the Cleveland Browns are a pretender as of now, if they can get healthy, then they might go up to that middle ground and maybe a contender. But there's too many injuries. Baker Mayfield is regressing. Um, and I think they're in trouble. Pittsburgh is definitely a pretender. They, won a, they had a nice four-game win streak before their tie versus Detroit. But I am not impressed at all with the Steelers team. They have a good defensive line. But... Not much else. Pittsburgh is definitely a pretender, in my opinion. On to the AFC South. I put the Tennessee Titans in that, mid- in that middle ground. Although, they continue to change the way I think of football. I am looking at the Titans, and I think... They should not be this good. They are a run-first team in a league that's pass-heavy. So... I've been expecting the Titans to come back to Earth. But they are 8-2. They are in the driver's seat of the AFC and very likely going to get the number one seed. And they could be very dangerous. I'm starting to like their defense. And despite the fact they don't have Derrick Henry anymore, they could be dangerous. I put them at middle ground. The Colts are a pretender for now. Although, they have some nice pieces. They have Jonathan Taylor as a good running back. Carson Wentz is starting to play better. But I don't know. They really haven't beaten anyone good. They beat the Jets. They beat the Texans. Um, They really have not beaten that many good teams. So, I'm going to call Indianapolis a, a pretender for now. But, um... If they beat the Bills, I will change my mind. I mean, yes, I could change my mind on all the rest of the teams. Um, Maybe I'm wrong about New England. Maybe I'm wrong about Cleveland. Maybe I'm wrong about Baltimore, Cincinnati. Maybe I'm wrong about all of them. But for now, I label Indianapolis a pretender. Then for the rest of the AFC South, um, Jacksonville and Houston are out of it. AFC West... We go with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to say middle ground, but leading towards contender. Um, on paper, the Chiefs the Chiefs have underachieved all year long. And yes, the defense is um bad, and that needs to be improved for the Chiefs. But for the last couple of weeks, the, despite putting together a three-game win streak... They've been struggling on offense. They barely beat the Giants. They only put thirteen against um, Green Bay, and you could assume that if Aaron Rodgers was under center, the Green Bay would have won. So I was questioning this, this Chiefs team, but they blew out the Raiders forty-one to fourteen. It looks like they're start starting to wake up. So. If Kansas City can get hot, they can be dangerous. The Los Angeles Chargers in that middle ground. Um, I like Justin Herbert, but I don't really like much of the rest of the team. Just this last week, they lost the Vikings 27-20. to So they are just way too inconsistent. But I put them in that middle ground because I really like Justin Herbert. The Las Vegas Raiders are a pretender. They just lost two games in a row. And every year they seem like they have a hot start. But they come crashing back to earth. They lost the Giants 23-16. And then they got blown out by the Chiefs 41-14. I really don't think the Raiders are that good to a team. So I think the Raiders are a pretender. And the Broncos are also a pretender. They start three 3-0 after... they. they they start because of an easy first three games, but have since gone two and five. Although they did blow out Dallas, so... Any given Sunday, of course, but... I'm still not impressed with the Broncos team. On to the C East. Uh, Dallas is a contender, despite the blowout loss to... To, um... To, um Denver. Um, Derek Prescott's having a great season. Um... Stephen A. would take him over Mahomes, so I really think Dallas is is dangerous this year. Um, Philadelphia, Washington, and the Giants are out of it when it comes to the NFC. But in think about the when it comes to the NFC East division race, but in the NFC wild card race, every team is one game is one win back of the wild card except for um, Detroit. So no team has really pulled away from the NFC wildcard. But Dallas has pulled away from the NFC East race. Uh, Green, uh, NFC North, the only team that's really in there is um, the Green Bay Packers. Minnesota, Chicago, and Detroit's out of it. The Packers have a lot of problems, but they have Aaron Rodgers, so they can overcome it. Now we get to an interesting division. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a contender because they have Tom Brady. But they lost two in a row. Um, Brady did not look good and lost the Washington football team. I'm a bit hesitant to say that um, this is finally the end of Tom Brady because we fall for this every year. Tom Brady has that terrible game and everyone thinks he's done. And then a few weeks later, um, then a few months later, he wins the Super Bowl. But the Buccaneers team off the last two games. So I don't think them in the contender status for now, but, um, they could fall apart. New Orleans, I'm going to put them as a pretender, but they've really impressed me though. They lost Jameis Winston. I thought those teams was going to fall apart. Um, but they are hanging in there. Um, I think Tampa Bay will still win the NFC South, but New Orleans is keeping it close. So does Carolina. Um, and the big story of football is Cam Newton coming back to Carolina and lead them to a 34-10 win over the Cardinals. So right just like that, he's a contender for comeback player of the year. If Cam Newton continues to play like that, I can see the Panthers coming back in the NFC South. And if the Panthers win the NFC South, Cam Newton should easily win NFC um should win um NFL comeback player of the year. So I'm put Carolina in that middle ground. Arizona's a contender despite a loss to um despite, Atlanta's out of it. Well expect they've probably lost the lost in New England pretty much ended their chances. Um Arizona um Cardinals is a contender despite the loss. I mean, I think overall they're the best team in the Sea West. The Rams I thought were a contender, but I'm really starting to question them. They lost two games in a row um to the they got blown up by the Floridian Ironers and they lost to the Titans. And yeah, they're not as dominant I mean, they have the talent. They have Odell Beckham Jr. They added Von Miller. They were really going in, all in on the Super Bowl this year. But they seem to be... But it seems like those additions are making them worse. So I'm going to say contender for now, but a real loose contender. San Francisco, I put in that middle ground. Although I'm leaning towards pretender because... Garoppolo had a nice comeback game, 31-10 over the Rams. Um, I really like Trey Lance. Um, I'm not sure they're there yet, but I can definitely start to see them come around. The CLC Hawks are out of it. They got Russell Wilson back, but I think it's too late. They're 3-6. They're in trouble. And, yeah, so those are my contenders and pretenders. Um... Hit me on Twitter at JREDshow. What are your thoughts on that? Hit me on Twitter at JREDshow. Now I go from football to hockey where the Buffalo Sabres are having an inconsistent season. The Buffalo Sabres have a 7-7-2 record for 16 points. Um, They are 3-6-1 in the last 10 games, so they've been inconsistent. Again, as I've been saying all year long, they're the opposite of the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are a good team that's not playing good. The Sabres are not are playing good. Don Granado has them playing right. But he can only do so much with the lack of talent that's, that's given to him. And we saw it today as the Calgary Flames blew them out 5 nothing. So I'm hoping the Sabres can at least keep the season interesting until late in the year. But they have much work to do. One thing that's concerning me is Rasmus Dalin. He's just getting beat too many times. And he doesn't look like the um, potential Norris trophy contender that we thought he was going to be. Now, yes, he's still young. He's only 21 years old. He could still have time to grow into that Carlson, maybe become the next Carlson, like it was projected to be. But so far, he hasn't looked like that. It's just way too many mistakes, too many mental lapses. It's, it's better than it was last year when it was under Ralph Krueger, but he's still not where he needs to be. Looking across the NHL, um, who are the top teams? Um, Florida's having a great year. They're 12-2-3. The, the loss of Quenville has not hurt them at all, so... Toronto's been red hot. They won nine of the last ten games and they're back on top, just like in the second in the, the division. But honestly, I think with the way Toronto's defense is, I predict they'll make the playoffs, but I think they'll lose in the first round again with the way the defense is. Tampa Bay's having a good year at nine, three, and three. No surprise. Now Detroit is what the Sabres, now the Detroit Red Wings are what the Sabres should be aiming for. Eight, nine, two. I could last show. I could made the same comparison that the, the Sabers are the Red Wings, and um, that even though they don't, even though they're not good yet, they're showing signs of being good, and maybe next year they can get to where Detroit is. Boston's having a down year at eight and five. I think their window is closing, and then two teams are having a disastrous year: is Montreal and Ottawa. Montreal shows how crazy hockey can be. Two years ago, they were just one game away from being eliminated from the playoffs. Had COVID waited another day and the Sabres reached and the Sabres won one more game, they would have been in the, they would have been out of the playoffs. Last year, they get to the Stanley Cup Finals. And this year, they're terrible. They are 4-13-2. That is how crazy hockey is. And finally, last place is Ottawa Senators at 4-10-1. A few... I, I just... I did not mention how the Sabres are looking like Detroit. But last year, it looked like Ottawa was having a bright future. But this year, they're a disaster so far. So, I ho- Sabres fans are hoping they will become like the Red Wings and not like the Senators. So the NHL, um, Hurricanes are having a great year with the 13 and 2. Washington's at 10, 2, and 5. Um, Rangers are at 10, 4. They're, they're looking pretty good. Flyers, 8, 4, and 3. Um, New Jersey is at um, 7, and 5, so no real surprises there. But now we get to Pittsburgh. They are 6, 6, and 4, for 16 points. And it looks like their window has closed. I mean, I mentioned, when I did my um, Face of the Sports, when I did the Faces of Sports show a couple weeks ago, I mentioned how Sidney Crosby has fallen out of the conversation as a face of hockey. Because Alex Ovechkin and the Capitals are still having a great year. And... Ovechkin continues to close in on Gretzky's goal record, but Crosby's only played five games, only has one point, and the Penguin season's fallen apart. So, well, I also said Connor McDavid is the new face of um, hockey after once Ovechkin's done. But um like really down to Ovechkin and uh, McDavid for the face of hockey. And here's a surprise: the New York Islanders having a disappointing year at five, six, and two. Again, it's too early to say which teams are pretenders, which teams are contenders, and the Metropolitan Division looks very tough. But I'm very surprised to see the Islanders at the bottom. On to the Western Conference: uh, the Minnesota Wild are eleven and five. Um, they're having a surprisingly good year. Um, I mean, no no real surprises. The Jets are 22, Blues 20, Predators 19, Avalanche 15. Okay, the Colorado Avalanche are a little bit surprising. I really feel like they're in a Stanley Cup window, and they should be better than fifth place. But like I said, it's too early. Dallas is 14. Chicago has 12, so the Blackhawks are rebuilding. Then the Arizona Coyotes are having a disastrous season. Two wins. Thirteen losses, two overtime losses, for six points. That is really bad. Edmonton's twelve and four. Um, once again, they're having a great season. Once again, they're having great years from Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl. I really think. I mean, I could be wrong, but I think this year Edmonton will make a deep playoff run. I think their defense is better. I think they're better built than they were in the years past. Their Alberta rivals, the Flames, have 23 points. They're looking pretty good. Anaheim's 23. Vegas has 20. They started out poorly, but they're starting to get together. And, um, I think once Jack Eichel comes, they will break through. Kings of 18, Sharks of 17. The Canucks are having a disastrous season at 5'10 10 2. Uh, Bailey uh, Justin Bailey has been put on waivers, according to Elliot Friedman. We'll see what comes of this, but Jim Bennon continues to be one of the worst GMs in hockey, and he's probably on the hot seat. he should be on the hot seat to be fired. And finally, that brings us to the Seattle Kraken, who has a 4-11-1 record. Um, Teams learned their lesson from Vegas, and they did not give the Kraken a good team. They are terrible this year. We're at Thoughts Team on Twitter, at JREDshow. On to college football. So Georgia is at number one at 10-0. and Then you have Alabama at 2, Oregon at 3, Ohio State at 4, all at 9-1. and one. Finally, you have Cincinnati at 5 at 10-0. and So despite having a perfect season so far, the Cincinnati Bearcats are still not qualified for the college football playoff. I don't get why Alabama's at number 2. They're not dominating college football like they used to. They lost to Texas A&M. They only beat LSU by 6. They are not the powerhouse they've been the last couple of years, yet they're number two. College football se- system is broken, and I am really worried that college football is going to um, try to separate the um, FBF, the power five, is going to break away from the, the group of five, because Cincinnati is getting stuffed. Um, Cincinnati is getting screwed. They're not going to give him a chance. It doesn't look like they're going to give him a chance at the NCAA championship. And if Cincinnati goes undefeated and um, they don't qualify for the um, college football playoff, there's got to be some drastic action. I think they will. The will. I think they will because we saw this in soccer how the top soccer clubs try to create a super league. But teams resisted, and it fell through. And um, I think college football is going the same way. On to the NHL. The Amherst lost to the Utica Comets 3-2 despite outshooting them. Despite outshooting them 27-12. But Uka allowed allowed three goals on 12 shots. And that's pretty much the story of the Amherst season. They have the potential to be really good. I think on paper, this is the best Amherst team they've had since the mid-2000s when they had Miller and Roy and Pominville, And they helped set up the two great Sabre seasons. But Ukapekalukadeng continues to be a huge disappointment. If they could figure out what's wrong with Ukapekalukadeng and get him back on track. He did win goaltender of the week last week here. So he hasn't had a completely disastrous season, but I've been underwhelmed. If they could find out what's wrong with him and correct it, then this could be a real special Amherst team. On to the NBA. The Brooklyn Nets lead the Atlantic at 11-5. No surprise there. Chicago leads the Central at 10-5. Miami eleven five 11-5 leads the Southeast. Gold State dominating the entire league at 13-2. Southwest a bit more open, but Dallas leads at at nine and five, and Utah leads Northwest at um, tenth at um ten and five, but the surprise is the Los Angeles Lakers who are at disappointed eight and eight, despite loading up. Okay, Grant Lebron James is gonna um, Lebron James is out, and I do expect him to be back, but I think the Lakers made a mistake trading for Russell Westbrook. He's been a huge disappointment. On to Major League Baseball. Um, uh, Shohei Otani, um wins his second MVP um, award. Um, again, I think he's the new face of baseball. He is the Japanese Babe Ruth. He, he um, is so amazing how um, the, the Angels could have Otani Trout and a few years ago, who holes and yet still be this bad? Otani wins the AL MVP award. Um, but I think Otani is the face of baseball ahead of now ahead of Mike Trout. On to uh, the f- soccer. Um, the teams that have so far qualified for the World Cup are Germany, Denmark, France, Belgium. Croatia, Spain, Serbia, England, Switzerland, Netherlands, and Argentina. I think Brazil is the best team of this. Um, they're still undefeated in the con bill qualifying. Um, they're the World Cup favorites. Um, they can see the only four goals in 13 games. Um... France is number two and leads up um if Euro twenty twenty was a minor that in many games France looked an awful lot less like the sum of their parts, the Nations League shows what happens when they clicked their full gear and the moment they blew past Belgium and Spain. The United States is number thirteen. Yes, it was disappointing to see them draw Jamaica, but any team that can beat its great rivals three times in a year with the states high on every occasion deserves to be treated seriously. Greg Pettaro's biggest cause for concern may be the absence of the Bale Harden and center forward. But if Rico Pepe or anyone else can prove themselves to be that, then the U.S. National City will have a very balanced squad indeed. We your thoughts on sports? me on Twitter at JRedShow, and I'll see you later.